This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. It is Power Lunch on Power 98.7. And uh, we move into this conversation now about the protection of pregnant teenagers. Now, the Department of Education Minister, Angie Musecha, has given notice to Parliament that she submitted a policy on the prevention and management of um, learner pregnancy in schools. Uh, The policy aims to, amongst other things, prohibit the expulsion of pregnant learners from schools, but instead provide them with pre- and postnatal support. I'd love to hear your opinion or your experience if you've walked down the route of being a pregnant learner in high school. 0861987000. We're joined by the chairperson of the Commission for Gender Equality, Advocate Ntabiseng Sebanya Mokhale. Advocate, thank you very much for your time. Welcome to Power Lunch. Thank you, Bernie. Thanks for having us. What are your initial thoughts on this policy? Okay. Um, on the overall on the overall, the policy is good in the sense that the right to education is a fundamental right in the Constitution and therefore should not be compromised under any circumstances. But where it is compromised by other factors, I think duty bearers, your government, government departments, all other uh, stakeholders in the life of children, even adults, Mm. have got to come in with remedial factors so that whatever uh, uh, restoration that can be done is done. So in that sense, Mm. it is a good policy. I see. Uh, You know, it's a proactive action by the department, but some may see it as a sign of giving up that teenage pregnancy at, at, at the rate that it occurs in our country um, cannot be curbed, one could argue that the focus should really heavily be on educating young boys and girls about teenage pregnancy. I mean, what do you make of this counterbalance? In fact, the Department of Education is already doing its best. You mm. must remember there's life science education in the schools. What we should be asking is where are we as parents, as community members, as community leaders, as churches, and all the other uh, community-based influencers, Mm. if if one could borrow that phrase. Where where are we in that scheme? Why is it that we say children are falling pregnant? What is the school's the Department of Education doing? What are the schools doing? We ought to be saying, what is the community doing? And in that community, the smallest unit of community is the family. Where are the families? And that's where we should go in. Maybe these are uh, some of the children are from child-headed households. Mm. Then that is where we need to be bringing in DSD and others. Maybe we've got uh, your pedophiles and, and, and rapists and molesters in our communities. Yeah. And, and that's where we should out them and, and, and expose them. So it cannot be a school thing. You must remember the school, the child spends on average six hours only at school. The rest of the time, that child who ultimately falls pregnant is at home. 
within a community. Sure, but this policy is looking to outlaw things like expelling uh, learners from school, ensuring that they're provided with pre- and postnatal support. I believe there's also, you know, where educators have to be involved in, you know, if somebody uh, goes into labor while they're in school to be able to assist in that regard. I mean, it really does talk a lot to I suppose what we see happening, once somebody does fall pregnant and have a baby in school, they leave school and they find it very difficult to get back into school. Could this be where the minister, kind of the, the, the top line thinking is? Yes, that is correct. Uh, we did study the gender commission and we found that a lot of the young girls find it difficult to come back to school mm. after accountment for a number of reasons. In some families, as I said, there isn't the adult support mm. to, to help with taking care of the child. But the other uh, uh, thing that we found in our study was that the very same young girls, the very same children, if one could say that, who find it difficult to come back because they are now mothers of children, end up having a second and a third child. Whereas if we were to have a, 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 a tangible support and by ensuring that after accountment, the child gets back to school, is supported, focuses, you actually are assisting the child to get onto a path that will overcome poverty. Because once they are at home at 14, 12, and then at 17, another child, and 19, another yes. one, they yeah. are down the path of poverty. Hmm. So much to think of, and I, I really enjoy, and I think it's important, your view um, that it's holistic, right? So the school does play a role, but the community plays a role, and of course the family plays a role as well. Are we having the right conversations, advocate? I mean, the legal age of consent starts at 12 years old um, with limitations to a 16-year-old interactions between those two ages. But then a 16-year-old, I believe, can consent um, to intercourse with an adult. I mean, are we, are we on the right track here with what we um, see as fair and just and right and protecting those who we consider to be children? Uh, I think somewhere because of of where we're coming from as Africans in terms of our value base, Mm -hmm. some of the things may may be a bit strange. But overall, I still take it back to the family again, because I think the government, where the, the mistakes occur sometimes by perception or actual mistakes, is that they come in. To, 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 to provide a remedy, and that remedy may not be relevant or correct. My issue is we also have families where young children, when they fall pregnant, number one, the families refuse that they terminate mm. the pregnancies. Uh, not for the reasons that you and I may feel, okay, these reasons are okay, but for the reasons that so-and-so says they will take care of the child. And you, you, you and I know as parents that your child is, is your, your, your head back for the rest of your life. Sure. So that the, the voice of this little girl gets lost. Number two, once you say don't come back mm. to school, what about the person who has made them uh, pregnant? What part of their life have they had to relinquish also so that 
they provide that support to this child. Yeah. It, 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 it therefore then becomes punishment to this little girl, where the young boy in the school carries on, and maybe even will have three, four, five other children by the age of 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the older men in the community get away with murder figuratively because nobody goes there to investigate. Or where investigations occur, the very same parents, family members, and the community do not involve the the, 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 the police because the, 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 the older man comes to pay damage. Yeah. That is not cultural, that is somewhere, it's a new age thing. We don't know where that comes from, but we have found that that happens. But you tell me, thousand rand damage, what will it do to restore what has been lost by the start? Yeah, this is a, a very important conversation, an ongoing conversation, and uh, we will continue to watch what happens as this policy aims to, amongst other things, prohibit the expulsion of pregnant learners from schools, but instead provide them with pre- and postnatal support coming from the Office of Basic Education Minister Angie Mutecha. Chairperson of the Commission for Gender Equality, Advocate Ntabi Singh, Sebanya Mokhale, thank you very much for your time. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.